0: Yo, it's me, Ed Carbohol. Uh Long time, no record. I just finished watching the ESPN uh, 30 for 30 on Chuck Liddell and Tito Ortiz. And I tell you what, if you've been a long time fan of the sport and you haven't aged yourself, I mean, weird timing for me. Uh, I actually just recorded... Uh, the coast-to-coast combat hour podcast with Matthew a couple hours ago um when we had recapped one fc rising ufc tampa um bellator 230 i mean that's a bunch of events in one weekend versus a time when you only had like a handful of events and uh prior to to if you watch the whole 30 for 30 they talk about how you know you only could watch mma when there was a pay-per-view on so it's a long time so the 30 for 30 of espn i mean i don't think they do when they do their 30 for 30s there's never a bad one that's done so it's definitely something that uh almost two hours It started at uh nine and it ended at 10:30 eastern time so it's definitely something that uh i would say is required viewing for newer mixed martial arts fans i mean never mind just the uh, folks in the northeast especially new york with the um you know the band and there's that that deserves its own 30 for 30 but there's stuff on fight pass on that too uh, that features Jim Jenia that was on the boots on the ground covering that whole thing um, if you haven't read his book if you don't have, feel like watching something you want to read something uh, Raw Combat uh, the underground story of mixed martial arts it's uh, all about the New York and New Jersey scene um, pick that up if you haven't I actually have it listed on the uh, Amazon store um, that's on my profile page on Twitter uh, at Basil. but um yeah I, I i just finished watching it and i felt compelled to record something um and i haven't done anything for this podcast in a while so i just wanted to say hello to everyone that still listens and uh yeah if you haven't seen the 30 for 30 for chuck Liddell and tito ortiz it takes you it is super thorough from their beginnings to the rise of the company and the ufc and how their rivalries with each other and and tito's with dana white helped bring the promotion to uh the forefront of the spike tv era before the ultimate fighter and and how that kind of led to the ultimate fighter and anyone you talk to most most days uh most fans these days are fans from the ultimate fighter tv show and then you have the connor rousey fans But um, they do a really close, the way they close it out, they pretty much, you know, they set it up so, like, I mean, uh, obviously, good stories deserve heroes and villains and and the rivalries for combat sports. I mean, uh, you know, with the the comparisons to pro wrestling, you know, you always have a good guy, you always have a bad guy, but the thing, I mean, you know, between Ortiz and uh, Liddell... Tito Ortiz and Chuck Liddell, they um, they definitely... I mean, they throw in the stuff with Randy Couture. It was really a, a, a trip down memory lane for me. I mean, I remember where I was sitting and uh, which apartment I was living in and who I watched some of these events with. Um, it, re- it was a really good trip down memory lane. They interview a lot of people, including um, uh, Ken Shamrock, Hoist Gracie, uh, Chael Sonnen... Um, Bunch of MMA media folk. Um, you know the typical ones. That you would know off the top of your head. And. Um, and then you get to see some of the. the both of their family members. Uh, Lorenzo Fertitta. Makes an appearance to talk about it. Dana White. <laughs> you can tell he still doesn't like Tito. <laughs> he pretty much bashes him. the whole hour and a half. Calls him dumb. Says he's not smart. But um, yeah. And of course, you hear from uh, Chuck and Tito themselves. So it just finished. I'm sure it'll be on demand to watch. Um, of course, if you're an ESPN Plus subscriber, it'll be there to watch. If you're, uh, it's funny because they they called uh, they referred to the pay per view model from back in the day of the sport. They referred to it as a paywall, and you know if you really wanted to walk, consume mixed martial arts, you had to go through that paywall to watch it. And it's almost like we've come full circle, because now there's the ESPN Plus paywall. And yes, we do get events coming, like ESPN2, uh, Weidman, and Reyes are this weekend's uh, UFC event uh, from Boston. And that's on ESPN2, but several events before that, including their pay-per-views now, are still behind a double paywall, if you will, because you have to be paying for ESPN Plus... And you have to pay for the pay-per-view... If you want to watch the pay-per-views... So... I mean... You know... the, the What's that saying about... The way more things change... The more they stay the same... Something to that effect... But... Um, definitely watch it though... If you're... It's, it's... It's one of those things... I always recommend that book... That I just mentioned... Jim Jennings... Raw Combat... Um, as... Re- some As required reading for... History of the sport... Especially for this region... But if, overall... That's definitely required viewing for folks to see, um, you know, how MMA was before the Ronda Rousey's and Conor McGregor's came and 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 you know, changed things up and the volume. Uh, if it all kind of started with, uh, you know, if you had the, if you had to model someone after uh you know like mcgregor would be more like what tito ortiz was back then and and as far as like the the uh uh the animosity and stuff and it's definitely uh about rivalries and how they're required for to make these storylines in 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 uh combat sports um and that's that's what sells that's what keeps us watching i mean not everyone likes watching technique and, and all that stuff like I do. You know, that, that's what inspires me to keep training. But um, definitely watch it. Uh, I'm sure it'll air again this week. Um, check your DVRs and your schedules and stuff like that. And um, if you haven't been following uh, last update, I, I gave you guys um, <clears throat> one of the sites I write at, MMAnews.com. I do a seven takeaways piece. I do it for every pay-per-view. So UFC 243 was the last one. I'll be doing one for 244. I've interviewed uh, Shane Burgos and Julio Arce from Tiger Shulman's MMA. They're both on the UFC 244 card. If you want to listen to those, uh, check out Front Proof Media's YouTube channel. Uh, The interviews are there. And I actually use the audio. I put them on the Coast to Coast Combat Hour podcast. Uh, uh, last week and this week's episode. I'm I'm still chasing after Lyman Good, so um, hopefully I get that one. And if I I get that one, I'll put that audio here first. Um, UFC 244 is only a couple weeks away. I will be covering Bellator 231-232 next week at uh, Mohegan Sun. So I'll be going there for mmanews.com. Please follow... Uh, everything I put up there. If you follow me on Twitter, I'll be posting the articles on my own account and obviously uh, mmanews.com. We have a good group of contributors there, so there's a constant flow of constant news if you haven't been following along. So, again, thanks for listening. Those that are still listening to this podcast, I appreciate you hanging on. Um, Again, you can follow all my stuff over on my Twitter account at Carbazil. Gary V made me make a stupid tiktok account no idea how i'm gonna make that work but uh i'm there for now i don't know if i'm gonna keep it but yes thanks thanks so much for listening and uh i'll talk to you uh soon